The corporate media hacks don't want to tell you the truth when it comes to illegal immigration, and that is that illegal aliens, when they come here, they are committing crimes, and they're committing heinous crimes, in fact. But again, we're not allowed to talk about it. And I've talked about it on the show where when they file charges against these individuals, they often will not put their race or their immigration status on their criminal complaints. And it's all being done strategically and for a reason. There's a purpose always behind these things. And well, I mean, it's to pretend like this isn't happening. But we all know that third world countries are dumping their horrible, 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 horrible human beings into our country because, well, Joe Biden's in charge. And Joe Biden's turning away literally nobody, it seems like. We're constantly reminded of this if you've been paying attention to the headlines. But as a journalist, I've had some issues finding out the immigration status of a lot of these illegals, well, because they don't want to tell you whether they're illegal or not. And so I dig and I dig. And well, it's really hard to find the status. But just to prove my point that these illegals are coming to our country and committing heinous crimes, I just simply searched for which ones the media was being honest about. And well, three cases came up today. And it's literally just within the last 24 hours, these allegations came to the surface. So I want to start talking about this because I think it's important. And let's bring up our first case. So this one, his name is Renzo. He's a 32-year-old. He comes. He came to us from Venezuela, of course, and he came to the United States back in September of last year. Okay, so again, Joe Biden in office. <sighs> Renzo over here. Well, he likes to rape children allegedly. He's being accused of raping a child under the age of thirteen. This all happened, as they're saying in Virginia, Campbell County, and he is, according to them, is being accused of raping raping children between the ages of 13 and 14 years old. It's disgusting. It's happening though. It just gets me so uneased. I, I can't like look at these pictures and just get like, like you just become infuriated. I don't understand why we keep allowing this to happen, but it's happening. Let's head to Florida for our next example. The second individual who I'm going to bring up is another suspect. He's from, or the incident that took place allegedly happened in Inglewood, Florida. This individual is accused of raping a girl in a hotel, and it happened in Charlotte County, again. So he's accused of going to this woman's hotel room and raping her. And well, I mean, although he he doesn't admit it, his last name is, uh, well, his first name is Santos. See, they always have the, the, they don't tell you up front too either. When I looked at the records for him, his information wasn't at the top of the information. It's actually all buried at the bottom, and you have to think again, strategic. Santos Flex Cruz Ramos is his name. Again, bizarre. Uh, but he is accused of apparently raping this woman after she invited him to her room for a couple of drinks. Sadly, this woman says that when she did that, he forced himself onto her without contraception. When police arrived on the scene, uh, he did, in fact, deny it until they showed him that there was video footage of it. And then he did tell deputies that he was illegal. Interesting, right? And then there's another story that I think was really interesting, and this will be our third example of just this within the last couple of hours that we're seeing online. This individual, Stephen Radigan, it's interesting because this one comes from Julio Rojas is reporting this one. The corporate media is not, not reporting this at all, but Stephen over here, he is now being accused of shooting three DC police officers. Now, you might have heard the story. This was a standoff when police were attempting to arrest this gentleman because they were accusing him of animal abuse. Apparently, ASPC uh, saw him abusing a, 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 a multiple dogs, and they were going there to arrest him. And while they were going through all of this, he shot an officer, and then it became a standoff. And three Metro Police Department officers were shot in all of this. Now, again, you're not going to hear about 
Stephen being here illegally, but we know he's here illegally because of Julio. And he also ran by several aliases. And so, yes, it's concerning. Yes, we should all be alarmed. But this individual who might have been living here for a longer period of time is another example of why we need to enforce our immigration laws as they are. He's being accused of animal abuse and shooting three police officers. That is not a person you want in your society. Implementing our immigration laws is critical. And everyone needs to accept at this point because we cannot continue to sit here and watch all of these sex crimes be committed by these illegals, our officers being shot, almost being murdered, dogs being abused. This is just becoming so egregious that every American should be infuriated by it. And joining me now to discuss all of this is Julio Rojas. Julio is an independent journalist and a great one at that. He's also the writer behind Mostly Peaceful.live. Julio, thank you for bringing us bringing us this details regarding uh, Stephen, who is the suspect involved in shooting those three DC cops. We were just telling our audience about the disturbing details. According to your report, it looks like he is illegal. He, as I described earlier in the show, he is somebody who ran by several aliases. And so a lot of us are scratching our heads wondering why. So Julio, based on your sources, why did this gentleman run by several aliases? Because it's quite confusing. Yeah, so this all started with uh, neighbors in, in in the DC neighborhood uh, complaining about uh, the number of dogs that were that were in his possession, uh, and so the the humane uh, animal division within the Metropolitan Police Department uh, staked staked out, and they actually saw uh, Stephen Radigan uh, punching like punching a dog in the face six times, uh, and so they went to go serve a warrant for for animal abuse. Um, and when the officers identify themselves as police, that's when he shot at them. And, and the standoff lasted for over 12 hours. Um, and uh, in when the standoff was taking place, uh, the I had a source that was telling me that like every 20 to 30 minutes, he would just shoot out the window multiple times and then, then head back inside the place. And so uh, once everything was over and he was taken into custody, they found 31 dogs uh, inside. So, um, this is definitely not a good guy. And so when they were trying to investigate exactly, you know, what, what this guy's deal is, um, it, it appears he gave a fake name. Mm-hmm. But when they ran his fingerprints through the system, they actually, uh, a case uh, it, nearby popped up. And that's how we got uh, the, the Stephen Radigan name. And so uh, th- there was a lot of uh, a lot of things that were kind of happening behind the scenes as well when it came to exactly you know why that was and and part of the reason why we think that he gave those fake names is because uh he he is in the country illegally yeah i find it interesting right the department of justice has this lengthy press release that they put up but it doesn't mention his immigration status and that's matthew graves's office uh who are all very familiar with so that i thought was quite interesting um have you reached out to anyone ice anyone are they are they re- giving you any information regarding him because i mean i spoke about it yesterday on my show earlier the show i guess you say and we were talking about the woman who was sadly killed in georgia and ice is being very vague with this information so have you heard anything from ice regarding the suspect uh no uh so i reached out on sunday uh because my my source that that gave me that gave me this information we were uh this happened over the course of several days because he, he, he was giving me updates about kind of, uh, it went from, hey, you know, there's some more things happening beyond just this just, just this shooting case. 
uh, and standoff. And, and, and he's, and he was saying that like, actually, I think, I think he's going to be illegal. And then lo and behold, as the days pressed on and, and things kind of more information, that's, that's when we were able to confirm that. And so, um, I haven't heard back from ice. Um, uh, mm-hmm. that could be for any other number of reasons why, but I did reach out to two, two different sources, uh, or media contacts about it to get kind of an official word about it. But, uh, yeah, it's it's it is very interesting because you know this is happening at a time where uh, you know we have a lot of people coming into the country, and you know when you have you know millions of people uh, coming in within a short amount of time, there's going to be a significant portion of the population that are not just women and kids, right? And and we're seeing that come to fruition not just with this not just with this case, but um, but with with the cases in Georgia, and then all the stuff that's happening in New York City, Chicago. Los Angeles. I mean, it, it's really all being compounded together, um, and and that's why. And that, that was something that we were raising the alarm about for for a long time. And uh, you know, some people took took the warning seriously; others others did not. And now this is kind of the the result of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's disturbing and it's disgusting, and I can't tolerate the fact that he shot three police officers, obviously, but was abusing dogs. It's not an individual you want in this country in the first place. Uh, I want to turn to another story that happened just yesterday. Eric Adams. Uh, he's. I always joke and say Eric Adams is like a Republican these days. That's how crazy the left has become. But, but he's done with being a sanctuary city, and he was open about it yesterday. So let's play that clip and get your reaction on the other side. But those small numbers that are committing crimes, we need to modify the, uh, the center of the city law. And if you commit a felony, a violent act, we should be able to turn you over to ICE and have you deported. It is a right to live in this city, and you should be able to be We don't have the authority to do so. Okay, so New York City is now saying they want to work with ICE, which I think is important and should have been happening from the very beginning. Um, but is this kind of a change over, do you think? Because I feel like a lot of liberal cities are seeing the violence that's taking place with these illegal migrants, and they are starting to have a change of heart. You're obviously on the ground, and you're always in these these protests and, and whatnot. So are you noticing a change of tone with these protesters and with the, just the liberals living in these big cities? I mean, yes and no. It, it just really depends. I was recently in Denver, and I w- we were asking just random people from Colorado, like, hey, what do you think about the city having to find $180 million and they're cutting the city's budget to in order to find that money. Uh, one person told me that, that, well, we sell weed in the state and we could just tax that. And then the reason why that was funny is because when we were talking to the the state house minority whip, who is Republican, um, we, we told him that guy's response. And he said, well, it's funny that he would say that because actually uh, the, the revenue from weed sales in the state is actually down year over year. Uh, so it, it's, I think we're for for many many of the progressives, particularly, we're not at that tipping point yet. I mean, I think yes, some of the more moderate Democrats that that, that still exist, um, but it, it is reaching uh, an inflection point. I, I would say that um, for for things to really be different in terms of voter mindset, I think more needs to kind of take place in order for the vast majority for people to realize, okay, no, this is unsustainable. Um, so I, I don't think, you know, I don't, you know, do I think Chicago or New York City are also going to flip red? No, but, I, I, you know, maybe there could be more moderate Democrats because as much as Mayor Adams, 
is you know, okay it's a, it's a step in the right direction but he has to deal with the city council which um i mean similar with chicago i mean there's actual communists in in those in those uh, positions of power and you can be sure that they're not going to be happy with that kind of change in in policy and so but but more than anything it's not even just the sanctuary city policies but it's also was with Nero particularly it's the right to shelter that's that's the biggest reason why uh, a lot of people show, sh were showing up because there was a guarantee that there would be a place for them to stay up until they ran out of room and then obviously that created the problems that 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 we that we've seen over the past few months so um you know it's it's really hard to say because i mean if if democrats were any reasonable at all we wouldn't be in this position but uh yeah. so i think i think more than anything i think and this isn't to be callous or or anything but it's just they really need to feel more of the pain of the policies that that they have advocated for in order for them to really in mass um say okay you know this isn't this isn't what we're doing anymore yeah yeah i i agree we have to hit rock bottom sadly for these people to wake up and realize that they were in the wrong and i just hope it doesn't get that bad but it looks like it possibly can but speaking about crazy left-wing nut jobs uh you cover obviously all these pro-palestine protesters and they're not very happy with nancy pelosi i'm starting to feel like they show up to nancy pelosi events and they confront her there was a protest that you just recently went to in beverly hills uh we have the audio from that and we'll play that right now we will take Palestine back. That is the last child. We will sacrifice all our children for Palestine. Okay? They can six million people. It's disturbing, right? He's literally saying, in case you couldn't hear that, we will sacrifice all our children for Palestine. Um, the the lens that these people go to so publicly when they're at these protests is disturbing. Um, and I want to take a moment to remember uh, Aaron Bushnell. He's an individual who sadly just lost his life. Uh, and, I, and I think it's sad. I know a lot of people poke fun at it on social media, but my heart broke when I saw that video because he just seemed like a gentleman who was brainwashed, but he was an active duty uh, military member. He was in the Air Force. And he sadly set himself on fire in protest of the, the, the Palestine uh, issues that these people are speaking about. Julio, are you starting to think, because I'm starting to get the vibe that we just don't have that much in common with these people when they do radical things, like setting themselves on fire, like openly saying that they're going to sacrifice their children for the cause. Is it is it fair to say that most Americans are like, well, where's there, there's no middle ground with these people. And is there an end in sight? Because I just don't, I don't know when they're going to draw the line and say, we've gone too far with this. No, and, and, and in their view, they, they haven't gone far enough. And that's the really disturbing thing. This is something I've been saying uh, since October 8th. Uh, they, they are just by nature very radical in their in their beliefs. Uh, the fact that, yeah, sure, it's the, it, what we saw in Beverly Hills was, was the far left attacking the left for not being far enough. Um, you know, there was no Republicans that I saw. You know, this, this wasn't MAGA country by any stretch. And so the, the question is that, you know, okay, if you truly believe that a genocide has taken place, uh, and if you truly believe X, Y, and Z, what are you going to do about it here? Since clearly you're not going to go over and fight uh, over, over in the Gaza Strip or the West Bank or, or, or Lebanon. So, you know, yeah. since you view the United States as an enabler of all this, what are you going to do to take kinetic action? And uh, with, with Bushnell selling himself on fire, I mean, that's just another... Uh, you know, tactic that that's being increased. And, and again, the disturbing part is 
there was a there was a vigil for him at the Israeli embassy in D.C. yesterday, again, by far leftists. And a lot of the speakers were saying, you, you know, he wouldn't want us to uh, to back down. He wouldn't want us to, to tone down our, our tactics that he would want us to increase our attack, you know, you know, just make it even more, you know, radical than it already is, which you know, is already violent and has caused disruptions. And, uh, you know, so I don't, as long as the war in, in, in the, in the Gaza Strip, uh, continues to go badly for Hamas and is, you know, as long as Israel continues to make gains, um, as I mean, they've cleared out most of, uh, most of the Gaza Strip. I mean, there's just that one city in Rafa that they haven't fully gone into yet. Um, so, you know, if, if, the, you know, should this continue and a ceasefire doesn't happen because of the whole hostage deal that may or may not happen, um, we, we can definitely expect their, their tactics to escalate. Yeah. And, and Cornell West, who I have probably no agreement on any single issue at, at all with, uh, was disturbing yesterday and tweeted out something that made my stomach turn saying about the gentleman, Aaron uh, Bushnell, who committed suicide, it's fair to say, by setting himself on fire. Let us never forget the extraordinary courage and commitment of brother Aaron Bushnell, who died for truth and justice. I mean, these people are effing sick, Julio. I look at this and I was just disgusted. He's, again, using the terms of genocide and whatnot and pretending like like this this hasn't gone both ways. Um I couldn't, and great pull up by my producer, because that was a great one. I, I couldn't believe he put this out. It was disgusting. It was disturbing. But like you said, these people, there's, they want to just keep getting more and more extreme. It's hard to believe, Julio, that you know Cornell and like all these other individuals aren't on a actual terror watch list, because this, to me, screams that you're actually threatening the American people, that you're going to take it up a notch, because this wasn't enough for you. W would you assume that these people are being added to watch lists, or do you even see a federal presence when you're at these protests, federal officers looking and kind of, you know, watching to make sure everything's okay. No. Um, and, and the, 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 the kind of crazy thing that was happening with, with the Beverly Hills protests. So, you know, Beverly Hills has its own police department. Um, yeah. the hotel was being guarded by them and like armed private security that were in riot gear as well. Uh, and that, you know, people that, you know, they were mobbing people who were going into the hotel, whether they were going there for the event or not. Um, that went on for a few, and it didn't happen or and it didn't it didn't stop until finally Beverly Hills police came in and and forced the crowd away from the driveway and out of the block. Um, and so the kind of question is, OK, well, why didn't you do that sooner? Because people's lives were in danger. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This this was and, and of course, I understand the, the 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 mindset of, well, the left is eating its own. So, you know, who cares? Uh, which I agree yeah. to a certain extent, but but it's just, it's it is disturbing just on on a on a human level that there were women who were by themselves, and yeah. you had an entire crowd trying to attack them, antagonize them. Some people were hit. I mean, people were hit uh, physically uh, on their way in. So uh, and so more than anything, it, it, it should wake up Democrats. You know, the the few normal ones that are left to say, hey, you guys have lost it. You know, your side has completely lost the plot. Um, they're not your friends and you should probably, you know, not support this side anymore because the, uh, they, they don't view you as, a, as an ally anymore. Um, you have to be a full-fledged Hamas supporter like Rashida Tlaib in order to be in their good graces, which of course is absolutely insane. 
Yeah, no, it's insane. It really is. Let's let's talk about something a little bit lighter. Uh, let's talk about the best thing that's probably happened coming from our southern border. <laughs> and that's little Bella. So we've got the before and after pictures. Bella, as many of our audience members knows, has been growing. Look at her. She's so cute. She's with you now too, which is even better. Uh, we we saw her. She was what, six, seven pounds in that little picture on the left? No, no, she was still about three. She was still about three pounds because that was about that was about five days after I brought her home. So she was still uh, very much, uh, very, very much small. And so uh, she's actually I said she was 11 pounds. I say she's definitely closer to 12. Wow. She's eating good. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, for sure. Because yeah, we got this uh, got this like raw food. Like this raw dog food that that's meant for for puppies and everything and so she eats three times a day um she finally is finally up to date on all of her vaccinations it, it took yeah. a little bit longer than usual just because we didn't know exactly how old she was so we were being very uh, liberal with the, with the schedule specifically with parvo uh since that can very um it's very contagious it can actually um kill puppies and so uh She's she is ready to explore the explore the world in the neighborhood finally, and uh, more than just the backyard. And so we'll I'll definitely be uh, finally taking her out, and, and she'll be able to uh, just be a normal dog now. Finally, we're excited. We're excited. Well, thank you for this. It's a great update. It's a great way to wrap up the segment. Uh, Bella is adorable, guys. Again, Julio is the writer behind Mostly Peaceful Live, so make sure you head over there and subscribe. Independent journalism, we need to keep it alive, and we do so by supporting great reporters like Julio. So thank you so much. We appreciate everything, and thank you for joining us today. You guys, I've said it once before, so I'm going to say it again. And under the Biden regime, I've never been more worried about my financial future. I called my good friend Dr. Kirk Elliott because I wanted to come up with a plan put in place to make sure I was secure. And he came with a plan for me to invest in silver. I'm rich. I've got my silver. I'm feeling so much better about my future. I highly recommend you give him a call and just chat with his team. 720-605-3900. And you could also head over to his website if you'd like to schedule an appointment. It's kirkelliotphd.com slash Brianna. In a world where technology surrounds us, our exposure to EMR, or electromagnetic radiation, is higher than ever before. With over 400,000 cell towers and antennas in the United States alone, not to mention Wi-Fi that runs 24-7 in our home, cell phones that are carried in our pockets hours on end, and hundreds of 5G satellites in our orbit, common complaints are ringing in the ear, sleep deprivation, heart palpitations, insomnia, and so much more. Start protecting yourself now. Introducing Redemption Shield, your EMF protection products. With over 705 star reviews, Redemption Shield is leading the way in shielding and grounding products. Taking inflammation out of your body with grounding bed mats, grounding bed sheets, hats, scarves, Wi Fi router covers, cell phone bags. Come and see us today at redemptionshield.com and get grounded and shielded. Redemptionshield.com. Use code BREE and save 10%. And if you enjoyed that, segment make sure you hit that like button and if you want to see the news before it becomes the news you have to subscribe to our channel and well if you have a liberal friend that you're looking to save make sure you share this content with them